When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Saturday night, the High Game Breeders' Crown Championship for the four-year-old end tyres and geldings. And, well, I'm pretty set in this race. I think Catch a Wave will win this race. I'm not sure how Captain Ravishing can beat him. Not off his Yarra Valley run. And I spoke about this yesterday. They basically ran a lead rate of 30 seconds for the at Yarra Glen in the, in the Cup. And... He was on the pegs. They went about 30 seconds for the first three quarters of that race and dashed home over the last 400, and he really didn't finish the race off. How much improvement he has to make to beat Catch a Wave on Saturday night is staggering. I'm not even sure he'll run second. I think he's Charlie's Angels, a great second-place chance at $3.50. He should be on Captain Ravishing's back the whole way, and uh, if he weakens Captain Ravishing, I think he's Charlie's Angel will run past him. Dan, you might be able to make a case for Captain Ravishing, but I just can't see how he can beat Catch a Wave. Yeah, look, it, it's hard to see how he can beat him. I, I did speak with Ahmed Tabor, and he said to me uh, that he just really hasn't had the horses to work him with or the trials to go to to get him hard fit. So he assured me that he would improve a few lengths off that Yarra Glen performance first up. And let's not... Um, underrate the horse that won that race, Serge Blanco, because we've always, I think all of us, have had a pretty high opinion of Serge Blanco and clearly things are starting to click with him and he was quite brilliant. So Captain Ravishing will improve. Um, <clears throat> but whether it's enough or not, uh, again, because, the, you know, it, it's, it's highly unlikely he's going to come out uh, to cross Catch a Wave. I think Andy Gath is prepared to lead all the way on Catch a Wave, but... You know, Andy also suggests the horse is better from behind. But in this instance, uh, he will uh, try to lead all the way. So I doubt Captain Ravishing could cross him early. Um, it'd be interesting if uh, Mark Pitt wanted to go up and test Catch a Wave in the first few hundred metres just to see. But I still think that would advantage Catch a Wave. Uh, however, I think it's an unlikely scenario. I expect Catch a Wave to lead and therefore to be able to win. I do think Captain Ravishing... Um, be interesting of where he'll end up because in a field of six and a few of them are, you know, to be fair, they're they're, they're two hundred and one pops. Um, they'll only want to be on the pegs, so they'll probably single out. Do you think? And if that's the case, Captain Ravishing, he's going to be Five at a pegs. certain spot behind Catch a Wave in the run. Just be interesting to see what Mark Pitt's capable of doing. So uh, with Captain Ravishing, whether he'd want to go up and sit parked at a certain stage in the race, not necessarily all the way try and test it in the early part, might have enough speed to come across and therefore find a gap to drop in behind Catch a Wave. There's all these possible scenarios, but um, I'm still tipping Catch a Wave. I'm one from five. I can't see anything else running second, but I, I love the fact that you're uh, opening that door up a little bit to, to give uh, an opportunity for something else and even from a punting perspective, create a bit of value. Uh, he's Charlie's angel and, and I put in the uh, uh, Listar for uh, for fourth. So my tips are one, five, six, and three. 
yeah, I, I just can't see how Captain Ravishing can win the race. And if he tries to win the race, he'll probably ruin his own chances of running second, if that makes sense. And if they go single file, he ends up five back to pegs. He'll pull out at some stage, Mark Pitt. I don't think John Cowdo or Jackie Barker or Chris Elford will pull out. So then he's going to be in the chair. And I just think he's Charlie's angel will finish over the top of him if he sits behind him and Captain Ravishing's done a bit of work. So the 350, the drum for me, very keen on uh, he's Charlie's angels. Just got to follow, follow, follow Captain Ravishing the whole way. Now, this four-year-old mare's Nutrient Equine Breeders Grand Championship and no doubt, Dan, you heard that list I was rattling off of horses that have competed in the two- and three-year-old finals and it's staggering that uh, the powerhouse stable of Ballarat is Zach Steenhouse in this race with three horses in it, with all due respect to Zach. And we're used to Emma Stewart having numbers like that out of Ballarat. Fiamma's first up was terrific for when she returned after that long layoff. And uh, I don't think we need to go into that, but oh, she's the favourite. But I think there's a little bit of value in this race. What? It's tricky from gate seven first up. How forward is she? I know she hasn't had a long spell, but... Relentless me is probably going to hold the front. This is an interesting race. This I don't think it's a lay down Mazair for Fiamma. Yeah, look, totally agree. Um, uh, look, uh, she was the one I came up with. I, I'm just not convinced Relentless me is going well enough, but she gets her draw in Young, Gifted, and Black. Well, mm. she's going well, and she's mm. got gate speed. But whether or not you know she could cross Re- Relentless me, they might have their own little war in the early part of the race, but. Um, Fiamma, well, we know Fiamma's got the class. She just, as you pointed out, there are a few others that happen to be from the same stable that are uh, a little bit better. But she put up quite a um, winning run there. She won about six in a row at one point, and even her record now is very good. I, I think she's the one. What, what I often do is see this as, what, a semi-feature race, a $40,000 race, and well done to Zach Steenhouse too. He had horses that were eligible, but, you know, I don't know if the race would have stood up otherwise. I'm, I'm sure Relentless Me was always going there, and he's got a, t- a couple of others that would have been at big odds. So, um, you know, I hope he gets something really uh, large uh, prize money-wise out of the race because uh, the race needed it uh, for him to have his horses in there. Um, I... Um, yeah, I, look, I'm going with Fiamma. I, I often picture a race like this. You see it as a $40,000 race uh, semi-feature at Melton, but I turn the other way and look at it as if it'd be run at Ballarat on a Thursday night. And when you look at it that way, Fiamma just stands out. So seven on top, um, seven, two, one, and uh, and I threw the, the five in our beach babe, who's going really well. well. A couple of its recent runs have been pretty good, but seven, two, one, and five for me. Yeah, no, I saw this race pretty different. I think Relentless Me leads. Her, her leading form's really good. Her last three times she's led, she's run second, first, and third. Uh, that's good enough. She won here in September at Melton uh, when she led. She's going a bit better, I think, than than we realise in a sense. So I think she'll hold the front. I think Anthony Butt will be well aware of that. Young, gifted, and black is going terrific. She won that matriarch, of course. Uh, where she beat Dream Maze, Rakiro Rebel. She beat Blood Moon in that race. If they were all in this race at the moment, they wouldn't be going around at $14. Yeah, yeah. Fiamma's going to do some work, I think, to get there, potentially sit outside Relentless Mean. If those two work, $14 Young, Gifted and Black has to be over. Oh, it's overs. It's overs. Oh, I priced her at $6, well, so I think oh, it's way overs, yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, she's a five six dollar chance for me, and 
in my preparation, Dan, I marked her as an each way bet, and if we could get five or six, I was tipping her each way. Well, she's fourteen. So uh, if you had a, mm. if if um, bet Dan had have put up six dollars, I would have been still tipping her and pushing her. So yeah, the fourteen is staggeringly, and um, D- Dougal Steele, the owner from New Zealand, who I am going to get him on at some stage. He's a remarkable man, and it'll be a wonderful chat with him. We just he's just a very busy person. It's hard to line up a time, and I uh, look forward to having a chat with him about Young, Gifted, and Black. And it might be next Tuesday after he wins. Uh, the Breeders' Crown Championship for four-year-old mares. She's my best uh, value play of the night. 